We are learning Daf Kuf Chaf. We're starting from the top, right by the top of the Amud. We're in the discussion whether you're allowed to eat after eating the Afikomat. And again, the background was that there's a din by the carbon Pesach in Maftinachar Pesach Afikomat. And the idea of in Maftinachar Pesach Afikomat we saw from Shmuel is that a person is not allowed to eat anything afterwards. For the Pesach, it makes sense. You're not allowed to eat anything afterwards because the Pesach is supposed to be Nechal Asovash, we eating completely full. Uh, you shouldn't want to break any bones when you eat it. It should be also a sense of aristocracy that you eat it only in a complete full stomach. So you're not, the Chazal said you're not supposed to eat after the carbon Pesach according to Shmuel. But the question is, what about eating the matzah? When we eat the matzah for Afikoman, is there such a halacha or not? So, so today we don't have the carbon Pesach. Instead, we're just eating matzah at the end. And again, we have a dispute between the Rashbam and Tosos. What's the idea of us eating matzah? The Rashbam understands it's to remember the matzah which was eaten with the carbon Pesach. According to the Rashbam, it's like the Iker Mitzvah of matzah at the Seder is when we eat Afi Koman because it recalls the matzah eaten with the carbon Pesach. And uh, according to other Rishonim, it's just to remember the carbon Pesach itself. At any rate, we have a dispute. Um, we have a dispute here on our hands. We have an issue whether or not you're allowed to eat after the matzah today. What we call the afikoman today is there such a halacha that you're not allowed to you're not allowed to eat after eating the afikoman or not? So the first opinion was saying that the same halacha applies to the matzah. And now we're going to look at on kuf Klaf, um, I'm the Gemara is going to bring another opinion. Marzutra Masniach and Marzutra taught over Shmuel's statement differently. Amar Yosef, Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Shmuel, Maftir and Achar Matzavikom, and actually it's different. You are allowed to have dessert after eating the carbon after eating the matzah. It's only by the carbon pasach was such a halacha. The carbon pasach was nachal has miyala sova complete aristocracy. You're not hungry at all. There, there's a day not to eat dessert, but with the matzah, there's no such halacha. So by the matzah, you're allowed to. It seems that the first opinion was saying that you're supposed to savor the time of the matzah. The second opinion is saying no, there's no such halacha necessarily. And therefore, a person is allowed to eat dessert after eating the afikoman today when it's just matzah. So the Gemara says, Lema let's bring a proof in the Mishnah for this opinion because the Mishnah says, Ein achar pasach afikoman. After the Seder meal, um, after the Pasach is eaten, you don't have any more afikoman. You don't have dessert. So we get, the implication is, achar pasach, the low. It's only after the carbon Pasach that we don't eat dessert. But if it wouldn't be a situation where carbon Pasach would just be simple matzah, you could. The Mishnah only sounds like it's a restriction out to the carbon. But if you don't have the carbon, you just have the matzah. It sounds like from the Mishnah, we don't have an issue. So the Gemara says, no, it's not necessarily proof. Lomi The Mishnah could be saying it in a form of Lomi Bai. Lomi Bai means this and certainly not that. Certainly, it's not even necessary to say that you can't have dessert after eating matzah because the taste of the matzah is not strong. So obviously, if you eat dessert, it's going to take away the weak taste in the matzah. So it's going to take away the, the flavor. And that's obviously important. It's intuitive that it's important to remain with the flavor of the matzah. So the Mishnah didn't even bother speaking that out. That wasn't even a chiddush. Akar Pasach in regard to eating dessert after the Pesach, which has a strong taste. So you might say dessert's not going to remove it. Amalo, you would say there's no issue. Kamashmal and the Mishnah tells us it's also to eat dessert even after the Pesach where the taste is uh, where the taste is, is, is going to linger. It's a strong one. So now we're defending that really it's also to eat after the matzah. The Mishnah didn't even bother with that. That was intuitive that you can't do that because the, pas, the, the, the taste will not linger from the weak taste of the matzah. And the Mishnah was being mechadashed even by the carbon Pesach, where it does have a stronger taste, still the halacha is that you're not allowed to eat after the Pesach afikoman. Says the Gemara now, Akasha and Shmuel, Mezbe, we have Akasha from the bride, so it says, Hasufkonavadushonun Veskiritin. Sponge matzah, honey matzah, all different types of oil matzah. The point is, it's not matzah that's honey. It's not lachamoni. So you can't be yotze with it on Seder night. But it's not chametz. So what's the halacha? You're allowed to eat it, but you're not yotze. You could fill yourself up in the night of Pesach with it. At the end of the night, you have to eat it because it's matzah. Meaning you're not going to be yotze, your chiv of 
eating masa because that has to be lachamoni, poor man's bread. This is rich man's bread. So you're not going to be yotze, but it's not chamez, so there's nothing wrong with eating it. So we can make a diak, bachrona in, you eat it at the end of the meal, but you shouldn't eat it in the beginning. Meaning, because if you're going to eat it in the beginning, so then you're going to be eating these other breads, these other types of lach, uh, matzah shira after, after them, so it would be a violation of mafti nachar matzah afikomen. So, but if we were, we're saying that there's no problem eating after the matzah the afikomen, not no pro, there's no problem of eating desserts after the afikomen. So what's the problem? So the says no, really it would be mutter that way as well. Lomi by karma, the brides were just saying it one and not necessary to say the other. Lomi by Shona, it wasn't even necessary to say that you could eat the matzah first because then you're going to be eating the matzah with an appetite of a rachona. But if you're only going to be eating the good matzah, the matzah, the plain lachamoni at the end, I would say maybe you're coming to be eat it. You might come to eat achilagas, and therefore we should not allow you eat it at the end and you should say first eat the matzah shal mitzvah before moving on to this other stuff Amalah would say it's no good Kamash from the Bryce it says that you could in fact eat the no good matzah first and then eat the, the valid matzah afterwards but so we've defended this opinion that really there is a halacha that, that today that we're only eating matzah you could in fact have dessert at, at, at the end and this ends in a um so it just ends in a machlokas. There's two different views from Shmuel about what the halacha is if you're allowed to eat dessert after, uh, after. And we paskin that you are not allowed uh, to eat to d- dessert um, afterwards. We paskin like the first opinion. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Matzah, Today, even though there's no carbon Pesach, Matzah is still a mitzvah midaraisa. Umar midarabonah. But the Imar is only a mitzvah midarabonah. So the Gemara says, what's going on here? Maishnamar, why is Mar different? It says, Mar, you eat it with the carbon Pesach, with Matzah Samar, where it implies, it implies that only when there's a carbon Pesach is there a chiv to eat Mar with it. When there's no carbon Pesach, which is what we do today, so then, Leka Mar. There would be no obligation to eat Mar. But if that's where you're coming from, so why don't we make the same argument with Matzah? Matzah Nami, Haksiva Matzah in regard to eating Matzah, also it says, O Matzah So if it's saying that you eat the carbon Pesach with Matzah Mar, it's the same way we're saying Mar today, therefore it's only Midrabanon. So we should say the same thing with Matzah. Matzah today should only be Midrabanon. What's Pshat? Matzah's Daraisa. There's more answers. Matzah, Mehadar, Hadar, In regard to Matzah, there's another Pasuk. It says, Barav Tokul Matzah. So since it says Barav Tokul Matzah, it says, Achiev tonight to eat Matzah, it's an extra Pasuk. We know already it says Matzah Mechlu. So it must be, it's coming to say, even post the Horban of the base of Mikdash, where we're not going to have, we're not going to have the carbon Pesach, still there's a Chiyav Midarai, so to have Matzah. Says the Gemara that not everybody agrees to this view. Both Matzah and Mara Drabbanan. Meaning Matzah is, is Midrabbanan. Today, since we don't have a common Pesach, eating Matzah is only Drabbanan. I, according to this view, El Haksiv Arab Tokhul Matzah. So it says Arab Tokhul Matzah, which is Mashma that what? That Matzah is its own Chiyav that's, that's, that's separate from the common Pesach. Says the Gemara, that Pasuk is only coming to tell you someone who is Tame or far away from Yerushalayim. So, in, in, talking about when the, the Karban does apply, we're talking about during the Beit HaMikdash's times, but someone personally is not able to bring the Karban Pesach, he's Tame or he's far away. So, the Pasuk is coming to say he should still eat Matzah Midaraisa. So, La'olam, what are we saying? That Bizman, where there's no Karban Pesach, Bizman a Korban, then what's the Allah? Matzah is only Midarabana. But the Pasuk of Erev Tokhul Matzah is saying, Bizman, when there is a Karban Pesach, in the time of Daraisa, that in, when there is a base of Mikdash, then even if somebody personally is not going to be bringing the Karban, then Matzah is Daraisa. I would have said, Since he's not eating the Karban Pesach, Matzah So there's no Chiti Matzah Mar either. Kamashmal, the Torah says, Erev Tokhul Matzah, and it tells you that there is no Chiti Matzah Mar. But the Olam is that where there is no idea of a Karban Pesach anymore, then Matzah Mar would only be Midarban. Says the Gemara, 
No, it's not necessary to teach me that it's obvious that they are. It's no different than an Arab and Echar. Those are other people who don't participate in the Karma Pesach. They don't have a Bismillah. Or that there's someone who does a lot of Averos. So the Allah is that those two people are not allowed to eat from the carbon Pesach. And yet the Torah says, we still find the Torah going out of its way to say they have to eat Matzah Mar. The Tani Kol Ar says the person who doesn't have Bismillah can't eat in it, in the carbon Pesach, where the implication is Bo in Ochel. He can't eat of the of the carbon Pesach. Abol Ochel Mar. He is allowed to eat Matzah Mar. We see the Torah goes out of its way to point out that it's only Bo. The, the, the exclusion for the Aral is specific to the carbon Pesach. But he is allowed to eat matzah mar. So if we find that the, the person without a brismila, even though he doesn't bring the carbon pasach, the din is still. The din is still that he eats matzah mar. So we, we, we can infer from that the same thing should be true for a Talmud Vidarka Even though they can't bring the carbon pasach, they should still be chayef to eat matzah. So I don't need the Torah to say by Arab Toku matzah to tell me that Talmud Vidarka Choka, that they eat matzah mar. So it must be the Pasuk's extra is coming to say, even Mizman has Says the Gemara, what about the other opinion? How does he respond? In other words, how does he respond? How could he say, Arab Tokul Matzah is not talking about Musman Azeh? He held Musman Azeh's Rabbana and he said, Arab Tokul Matzah is coming to tell me Tamid Darkhokha. I should have known that intuitively from the same din of Aro Ben Echar. The answer is, it was necessary for the Torah to say it by the person who wasn't circumcised and to say it by the person who was Tame, and both of them were necessary. Why? So it seems like the Svar is like this. If it would have only said, um, he would say like this, that if you're talking about someone who's going to bring Pesach Sheni, like the Tamadar Kachoka, so he's going to bring Matzah and Mara there. So if he's going to bring Matzah and Mara then, so he's going to eat it together with Karma Pesach, so maybe he shouldn't eat it then. He shouldn't eat it now. So if you have an RL, an RL is never going to bring the Karma Pesach. So for him, the Torah says he should eat Matzah and Mara. But Tamadar Kachoka is a different Chiddush. He's going to bring the Karma Pesach in a month, and then he'll eat his Matzah and Mara. So he would have said he doesn't have a Chiyav to do Matzah and Mara tonight. So the Torah still has to say that he has to do and you still have to do um, matzah and mar. And you could also say it's far lahapach, that maybe Tamiv Darach Ochoka eat matzah and mar because the maizah, they can sometimes bring the carbon pasach, but an aro can never bring the carbon pasach. Maybe he's like completely excluded from the whole concept, and therefore he should never eat matzah and mar. So you could say it's far one way, you could say it's far the other way. So therefore the Torah had to go out of its way in both contexts, both by aro and by Tamiv Darach Ochoka, to tell you that even though they're not bringing the carbon pasach, they still eat matzah umar. So the pasuk of Arab tochul matzos is busy for that. It is not extra to tell us that bismana zeh matzah is midaraisa. And now the gemara comes back and says that no, actually we have a brisa that supports rava that matzah bismana zeh is daraisa. Tanukah I say the rabbi have a brisa like rava that matzah tonight. Uh, matzah now in the korban even post the korban where there's no pasach it's still a chiyav midaraisa ti matzah. It says in the pasuk sheish shem tochul matzah shem shiatzah for six days you eat matzah and the seventh day is a day of rest. So it's a very interesting uh, idea here, this Pasuk and rate for six days you eat matzah. You know, we know, um, right, six days you eat matzah and the seventh day is that Sarah. So Mashvi, you're sure just eating matzah on the seventh day. It's optional because the Pasuk is saying here, Atzeris, it doesn't even mention eating matzah. It says six days eat matzah and on the seventh day, it's, uh, it's Atzeris, it's a day of a yontik. But it doesn't seem like there's a chiyov, there's no obligation to eat matzah on Shvi Pesach. We know elsewhere the Torah says for seven days we eat matzahs, but clearly that must be, it's like discretionary. If you're going to eat a type of bread, it has to be matzah. And we see that clearly from the Pasuk, because the Pasuk saying for six days we eat matzah on the seventh day is at Sarah. So the implication is the seventh day, like, it's like as if, as if you don't, 
have a chiyuv. So, so it's just as the seventh day is discretionary. So to the first six days, it's really a discretion. There's no chiyuv to eat matzah. For the first six days, if you want to eat meat without bread or doing so, you could. If you're, of course, if you're going to have it, any form of lechem, the lechem has to be matzah. But if you want to just eat meat and not eat bread at all, you are allowed to do that. So, so when the Torah is saying six days eat matzah, it doesn't say you have a mitzvah, you have a chiyuv. It's just coming to say if you're going to eat a type of lachman, it has to be matzah. My time, how do you expound this? Meaning, maybe it's only for the seventh day that it's like that, where the Torah is mashma that way, but for the six days where the Torah is mashma, it's a chiyuv. Maybe you have a chiyuv each of the six days to eat matzah. So we say, the seventh day was something which is included in a category, it was a davar baklal, and then it was singled out to teach a halacha. Because we have another Pasuk, remember the Pasuk of Parshas Bo that says, for seven days we eat matzah. So the Pasuk Shah in that Pasuk is, you have to eat matzah for all seven days. Now the Torah is excluding it, taking it out of the cloud by indicating you don't have to eat matzah, that it's discretionary because it's saying, but is only at Saratz. So when we say that something was included in a category and then was singled out of the category, we say, it's not only singled out to teach about itself, it was singled out to be like a prototype and teach us about the entire category. So just as the seventh day we would have thought was a chiyav, but now we learn that it's not, so too the first six days as well, we learn that it's not an absolute chiyav. It just means if you're going to eat a form of lechem, it has to be matzah, but lemaisa, you don't have to eat lechem. If you'd like to eat meat, that's totally fine as well. So yachol, you might think now, maybe even the first night is discretionary. You don't have to eat matzah. So you have to eat with the carbon pesach, you have to eat matzah. I would only know when the base of Mishra stands. And how do I know that uh, when there's no base of Mikdash, there's still a chiyuv to eat matzah? It says in the, in the night you eat matzah, the Torah is telling us that it's an absolute chiyuv. Even today, where there's no carbon pesach, there's always an absolute chiyuv to have matzah. So this is the bride, so like Rabba, which is saying that there's a right so to eat matzah, bizman. So let's go over what we have. We have one pasuk in Parshas Bo that says for seven days we eat matzah, and then we have a very difficult pasuk in Parshas Re'eh that says for six days we eat matzah, and the seventh day is Rishos. A seventh day is um, just like a yontif. So we say that we would have said from the pasuk in Parshas Bo seven days eat matzah. You have a chiv to eat matzah for seven days, but now we clearly see that at least the seventh day is discretionary because it was it was the Torah is implying that only for six days you have to, but for the seventh day you don't have to. So we say that now just as well, once we learn that the seventh day you don't have a chiv, that reflects that for the six days as well it's, it's only Rishos it just means if you want to eat Lechem the, the type of Lechem has to be Matzah and we learn that the six days are also Rishos and then we go back and we wonder about the first night and we learn that the first night the Torah went out of its way in other places to say that there is a Chiv and that's where we end up that there's a Chiv on the first night but for the rest of the days it's discretionary if somebody would like to eat Lechem they must eat Matzah but they do not have to eat Matzah if they don't want to eat a form of Lechem Okay, continues the Mishnah. Let's say people were in the Karpazach and they fell asleep. So if it was only some people in the Chabu who fell asleep, when they wake up, they can keep on eating. There's nothing, there's nothing that, that puzzles them from eating just because they fell asleep. If everybody fell asleep, they can't continue to eat when they woke up. What's the Pshat? So we learned that you're not allowed to eat the Karpazach in two different places. And that's what Rabbi Yudha said. Because they eat it in two groups, but not in this two different places. So when people fall asleep, they get totally mesiach das. It's like the chabur is completely gone. So when they wake up, it says, if it's like in a different place. It's not only a din in the makam, you could be sitting in the same chair. But it's a different matzah, it's a different context. So if, if some of the people in the chabur were off, that's not a hasach from the karban, then they could eat when they, when they wake up. But in a case where everybody fell asleep, that's a total hasach and you're not allowed to eat when you wake up. It's considered like eating the karm pasach in a new place. If they're just dozing off, they didn't really fall asleep, they could eat the Pesach when they wake up. But if it was a deeper sleep, they're not allowed to. It depends what type of sleep. 
continues the Mishnah. Pasach Achar Chatzos Metamis as a time. The Kam Pasach as soon as Chatzos comes, it's Metamis the Adayim. So the implication of the part of our of our Mishnah holds that the that the, the, the Kam Pasach becomes Noser at midnight. And Midrabanan we say that any Noser is has a Tum of Yadayim. Remember, this is a Din Midrabanan that the the meat that is left over that wasn't consumed in the right time frame can, makes hands tummy. It's like it's like a Tuma. And the rabbis did this to encourage people to eat the carbon in the proper time. So the Mishnah is telling us that the time frame has to be eaten by Chatzos. If it was not consumed by Chatzos, then it is no sar. And uh, once it is no sar, so then the, the, the Allah is going to be that it's Metame the Yadayim Midrabana. Continues the Gemara. A pickle of anos metami zedaim. This halacha is also pickle is metami the adaim. Pickle is also where we're something went wrong in the carbon. The kohen thought a wrong thought, and in order to make sure the kohen wouldn't do that, the rabbi said that it's going to be metami their hands, and the kohen, who are very scrupulous with tumah, will therefore be deterred from thinking anything that was incorrect. So pickle and anos are both metami the hands. Says the Gemara. Rabbi Yossi said nisnam, but they're only dozing. Then, then that doesn't make them unable to eat when they wake up. But if it was a deeper sleep near Duma, where they doze into a deep sleep, where they fell into a deeper sleep, they cannot eat when they wake up. So the Gemara says, hey, then what is considered halachic status of dozing? You're asleep, but not totally asleep. You're awake, but not totally awake. Go into Karilevan. If they, if they would call to him, he would respond. But he's not, he's not with it enough to say anything with like a real svar. With a real thought, if they remind him of something, he'd remember. So, basically, he can't. He's not. He's not. Doesn't have enough das to answer a question with too much thought. But he's kind of. He's kind of present. And the Gemara says, Abai, he also came to Rabbi. There was once Abai was sitting in front of Rabbi. Chazal came and he saw Rabbi was dozing. Amalei said to him, "Minim kanayimar, you're sleeping." Amalei, minim v'lukum anayim, I'm only dozing. We learn if you're only dozing, you continue to eat the carbon. It was only a deep sleep where you're not allowed to eat it. Okay. Um, and the, the Rashbam says, you see the same thing could apply to Afikoman today. It's an interesting thing that that could apply to, 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 to an Afikoman today, even though it's not the Karban Pesach, but it seems that there's still such an idea that um, if they fall into a deep sleep, then it's a problem to eat the, the Afikoman when they wake up. Okay. Then we learn the next part of the Mishnah. The Mishnah said, The carbon Pesach, after midnight, is the too late to be eaten, and therefore it has the status of Nosar. Since it has the status of Nosar, it's Matami the Adaim, again, Midrabanon, that was meant to encourage people to consume it in the right time frame. So the Gemara teaches. Alma, we see the Mishnah holds that the carbon becomes Nosar already at midnight. Matana, who is the Tana who says this? And the reason it's so puzzling. It's because if you look in the Pasuk and Barsha's bow, the Torah says, Losus Yerimenu at Boker, not to leave anything over till the morning. Clearly, it seems like the Nosar is only taking place at dawn. So it seems like that's a, that's a difficult idea. It sounds like our Mishnah must have some, some source, some Tana, who holds that it's becoming Nosar already from midnight, which is against the Pshito Shomikra there in Pasuk and Barsha's bow, which says that it's already, it's only Nosar in the morning. So the Gemara says, Amar Yosef, we're going like Rabbi Yosef, Tanya says in Brites of Achlos, Abbas of Laila Zet. You should eat the meat on this night. Balayla hazeh. Lozman hazeh. Remember, I come balayla hazeh. Says here in the pasuk. Balayla hazeh. Remember, I learned about Avijmer. Says balayla hazeh. Says by Makas Bechoros. I'll pass through the land of Mitzrayim. Balayla hazeh. So we have Exer Shava. Malalon Achatzos. Just as there. By Makas Bechoros. Hazeh says that it's only until midnight. Right? It was midnight time when it happened. That's when Hashem, the Pasuk says, it was at Chatzos, that Hashem did Makas Bechoros, Afghan Chatzos. So when it says to eat the Karm Pesach, it's referencing specifically up until midnight. We learn from the Xerah Shava that you can't eat it after 
after midnight. So we have to say that it's becoming no sir. The time frame is up already from them. That's the Xer Shabbat Gloves of Nazariah. And that's what the time of our Mishnah is. It says, you eat the carbon chipazon. What does it mean? You eat chipazon in haste. Until the time of haste. What was the time of haste? In the daybreak when we had to run out of Mitzrayim. The night we weren't, we weren't in haste. We weren't leaving Mitzrayim at night. So the chipazon, they eat it, but the chipazon, the pasuk is applying, you eat it until the chipazon comes, until the morning. In Kedmatum Alavalayla, so I, the Torah is mashma, that this is specifically nighttime. That's just coming to say, you would say that you could eat the Pasach already on the day it was brought, meaning who said you have to wait until the night of the 15th to eat it? Maybe it's like other carbon. It's a regular carbon you bring in the afternoon. When you can, you start eating it, you could start eating it as soon as after you bring it, and you have until dawn. So, Pasach, you have until dawn. Rabbi Yekiva says, but I would say further that you have on the afternoon when you bring it as well. Tamalomar to preclude that the Torah says you eat it at night. You can only eat it at night, but not during the day. So Balai, they're coming to say the Karm Pesach. Um, the carbon Pesach is coming to say it can't be eaten on the previous. It can't be eaten on the previous day. That's the point. So, anyways, we take out from this according to Rabbi Lazar, there's an Isra Midarai to eat the Karm Pesach after night. So therefore, it would become no sir. Uh, at nighttime and midnight and midtime made the hands at that point. Okay, fine. Very good. What do we do with the Pasuk that says Los Asir Menu at Boker? If we're really saying according to Rabbi Lazarus desire that it's becoming it's becoming um, it's becoming Nosar already at midnight it seems like it's very difficult to understand what exactly it is that the Pasuk is saying that Los Asir Menu at Boker. So it seems I guess you have to say it's talking about the it's talking about the um, it's talking about the the, the burning Right, they're talking about the burning. Should it should only be in more? It only be later. But the Adam Din Nosar is already there from midnight. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Kiva Hayazemi. By the way, Rabbi Kiva said what he did with the word of Lila. He said that it precludes eating the Karm Pesach during the day. But what does that have to do with Hazet? Right? What does he do with the word Hazet? Rabbi Lazman Nosar used that to say Chatzos. What does Rabbi Kiva use it for? Says the Gemara, also comes to say from eating it for another night. You would say maybe you have an, you could eat it on the second night. You would have thought to say, oh, both the carbon Pasach and the Pasach, carbon Shlom are very related. So, for two days and one night in between, where you bring a Shlom, you could have the day that you bring it, the following night, and the following day until sundown. So, I know you can't eat it during the day, but I would say let's just do night in place of the day. If you have a necklace, I would say you should be eating for two nights with one day in between, meaning you're starting in the night of the 15th, you have the whole night of the 15th, and then the day of the 16th, and the night that follows. And it should be eaten for the same idea of like, of, of instead of two days and one night in between, you'll have two nights and a day in between. The Torah is coming to say only on this night, only on the first night of carbon, uh, you should be able to eat it, but nowhere else. So as Rabbi Lazar Nazaria, how does he know that? He learns because the Torah says, don't leave it over. Clearly, that precludes eating it after the first night. Clearly, the Torah is saying, don't leave it until the morning. So, of course, we know that you're not going to be able to eat it the next night. What kind of, what kind of, what kind of chiddush is that? Of course, that's Pasha. I don't need anything to tell me that. Says the Gemara back, I would have said, don't leave it to Avoker. Avoker, I would have said, means Boker Shani, the second morning, the morning of the 16th. But I would have said you could leave it over after the first night and even in the second night. So that's why I need the Torah to say, Abalayla Hazad this night. Says the Gemara, for Abalazar Boker Boker Rishon. No, you would never have thought, you would never have thought that, um, that has that 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 boker listen to boker means the second morning because stam boker means boker rishon so don't leave it over morning you would know it means the first morning therefore there was never a hava mina there was never a possibility to eat it the second night so alayla is coming to say only until chatzos
Okay, so bottom line is we end, we end up with a tremendous dispute. Rabbi Elazar holds you can't eat the carbon pesach. It's noisim and daraitz after chatzos. And according to Rabbi Akiva, you can eat it all the way until the morning. Now it continues. Rav Amar Rav Alcha Matzah was Manazach Chatzos. So nowadays we don't have the carbon, but today we eat matzah. So if you eat the matzah after midnight, the Rav Elazar says you're chovas. You're not yotze. You're chova. According to Rav Elazar, just as the carbon pesach is being before chatzos, so do the matzah. Says the Gemara Pshita, it's obvious that the matzah that this is true. What's Rava's novelty? Since the matzah is compared to the in the pasuk to the karm pasuk, it's like the karm pasuk. Shas says the karm pasuk has the time frame that it can only be eaten until chatzos. So too, you should have the same din for matzah. So what is the novelty of Rava? Of course, it's true that according to Rav Lazar Rizai, you can't eat the matzah after chatzos. So the Gemara says matzah. You would have said that there's another pasuk which takes the matzah out of being compared to the karm pasuk. And the Torah is therefore telling you that um, that 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 it's separate, it's completely separate, because and, and it's completely separate. And if you would say it's completely separate, maybe it has a different time frame. Even though the carbon pesach, even though the carbon pesach can only be in tochatzos, but maybe matzah is different, and maybe matzah it can be in post And then where does the Torah take it out? Ba'arav tochul matzos is a separate thing. So I would say maybe anything that's ba'arav. The midnight thing doesn't apply to the matzah. Even though the Torah, the Torah took it out, but it also reinstates it. So it's coming to tell you, even though yes, it's true that the Torah says you have to eat matzah when there's no pasach, so it's kind of taken out of being connected to the pasach, but it still is related in the time frame for the same reason, for the same din as the carbon pasach, and just as the carbon pasach cannot be eaten post chatzos, so too you have the same halach with the matzah. The matzah cannot be eaten after chatzos. So that is the halacha. Now we're saying according to Rabbi Nazaria, you have the din. Just as the Pesach can't be in a chazos, so too the matzah as well.